Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com. Live, I am forced. Um, one of your hosts this evening. Thank you for joining us. Tonight's gonna be an incredible evening, like always. And man, I'm looking forward to this this evening. So, like always, I got a few announcements, and then we got you know, we got the normal videos that I've selected. Um, I actually had some help this week, so but um. Hey, let's have a good time. Again, I want to remind everyone, why do, why do I do this? This is not for everyone in the world. It's mostly for PrepperNet members, just to kind of bring everyone up to date, what we're doing, introduce you to some some of our personnel, some of our leaders, um, experts within PrepperNet. And that's, that's kind of what this is for. And I'm going to show you guys a quick flash here. You can see that I and my co-host... Larry is in the green room, so we're going to get all this started, but we're here live, and so let's get this started. So anyway, I hope you all read that as I was talking. So I do want to tell you guys that um, there, there's a summary about who I am, because there, there, there are always newbies each week. I do want to point out that, um, you know, you, the books, um, hey, they're they're incredible. If you don't have them, then you probably will not survive. Um, <laughs> okay. That's a joke. Okay, let's keep going. Hey, um, you do need to check us out, me and Uncle Buck, on Prepping Academy podcast. We release it usually every Friday morning, so check that out. It is um, we're only about eight hundred thousand listeners from being the number one podcast. So <laughs> I don't know how many Joe Rogan gets, but we're we take what he gets and subtract about you know, 20, well, yeah, a lot. <laughs> so anyway, um, Hey, we do have events every week. I always mention a few of these cause these are kind of constant, but we have a Zello net every single Monday night and Hey, 
Well, Larry, did you run that this week? No, I joined in, but I didn't run it this week. It was uh, Sierra Charlie. Okay. Yeah, sweet. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but see, he's in the green room waiting for me to introduce him, and yet I can still talk to him. So we, we do, we, we had that. Larry, a lot, a lot of times, will run that. And he has one on Thursday nights, I know, as well, which we don't even have that one up there. That's mostly for the Northeast Tennessee group. But um, so a lot of cities have theirs. And so we got stuff every single night going on somewhere. It's crazy. Sisterhood Zello is tomorrow night. Um, and I, know, I think Beth, I'm sure Beth G, she's in the chat room. If y'all look in the chat room, it, you'll look for Beth G. She is organizing that tomorrow night, which is going to be fun. I, I've never listened in. They won't let me. Then we 40 meter digital net. And then we also have a phone net as well. If you join, you get to see all these things. You get more information. You get to understand what a Zello net is, you, how to install it and how to work it. It's easy. But to do that, you got to join preppernet.net. That's all you got to do. Join preppernet.net. So let's go to the next slide is, okay, big event, big, big event for preppernet. May 5th through 7th, we're going to a expo. It's called Mountain Readiness. It's in Harmony, North Carolina, which is, if you could see where I-77 and I-40 intersect, it's very close to that within like, 15, 20 minutes. So look on a map, I-40. It's northeast of that. Yeah, of I-40 and 77 when they where they intersect. So we're going to have a big showing there. we got lots of PrepperNet members that are teaching there. Uh, I've got some good personal friends that's going to come and hang out with PrepperNet family, like you know, Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy, um, um, uh, Mike Shelby from Ford Reserver, um, Alan Kay is going to drop by. I've invited Chris Weatherman, which is uh, Angry American. So uh, who else? Oh, um, the dude from. Oh, my gosh. Um, Stony, Stony something. He's he, I don't know. He's a big um, homesteader. A bunch of people will be stopping by the PrepperNet um, event. We're doing a little event on Friday night. Um, again, if you want more information on that, just join preppernet.net. So that's, um, for more information on uh, mountain readiness, go to mountainreadiness.com and register and we'll see you there. So, uh, oh, some of the names are going to be there. Stony Ridge is the guy I was thinking about. Some of the guys that's going to be there, some photos and, and peeps. And, um, uh, I know Kilted Prepper is going to be there. Um, I forgot the guy's name from, off-road truckers there's gonna be and the knife guys gonna be there it's gonna be it's gonna be great just go and check it out hey um next weekend i'm gonna do a a big sale on legacy food again you're a member of PrepperNet. that means i can offer you prices that no one else in the world can because it's a membership i don't advertise it to the public um, the way it works is simple if a product costs a thousand dollars that means it costs me five hundred dollars and that means you would pay buy that for a thousand dollars anywhere else. So I split the difference with you. So you save around twenty five percent, and I have shipping in that as well. So I I make I don't know fifteen to twenty percent depending on the shipping and everything. So hey, it is a win for you, and it also supports PrepperNet. You can see how that works. But you will you will save at least set. I think it's 25% minimum on most of the purchases. 
And Legacy, if you don't know, is the absolutely best, period, bar none. Most pounds, most calories for your dollars. It's the best food. It's almost like a expert chef chef cooked it for you. It's really good. Anyway, I made that part up, but it sounds good. (laughs) Next is, oh, a big event in Asheville. This is, you know, sometimes we don't, you know, (laughs) excuse me, um, advertise events like this, but two of my good friends, Eric Parlow and um, Patrick Adams is doing an event where they're teaching a hands-on advanced radio class. Um, you have to be at least a general. You have to be a PrepperNet member. Um, there's some basic, you know, qualifications because they don't want to waste time. But if you pay the fee, it's like a 10-hour class. It is 10 hours. It says a 10-hour. You get food. You get all the training, hands-on. By the time you leave this event, um, there's, you will have questions, but you will know not only all the basics. You'll be able to turn your radio on add repeaters, be able to talk on probably Digi and HF and all the, all the different things, and your spouse can come for free. So um, I think there's only like six or eight spots left. I know Beth G is going to that, and I can't believe Eric is not in the, in the chat room. But, hey, if you have any questions whatsoever, email Eric at that email address. Email Eric at that email address. And again, there's eight spots available. They will go fast. So it's first come, first up. They're, they'll be gone by tomorrow. So if you're interested, go to prepper.net and you can get more information on that. Or you can go to the Asheville meetup and maybe check that out as well. But I would just email Eric and he will email you everything you need to know. There's Echo Papa is in the house right there. Um, so he is here. If you have a question, just send, but use that email and say, Hey, I'm interested. And that can get everything that you need and all your dreams and wishes on ham radio will come true. So um, if you have any questions in the chat room, I don't mind why I'm talking. You can ask Echo Papa, but um, it's, it is April 15th. It's a few, several weeks away. So anyway, um, go, go to that. See event on yep. So he's he's going to take care of you guys there. I'm moving on. Hey, Sun Oven. Sun Oven is the greatest product ever invented by mankind, outside the cell phone. But the Sun Oven can cook your food, dehydrate your food. It can um, pasteurize water. It can save your life. So um, I'm giving away a free one. Um, it's the whole package is actually more than six hundred seventy nine dollars. But go to prepnet.com slash giveaway preppernet.com slash giveaway and um, you know what yeah I will probably give that away I'll probably make the announcements in, in two weeks and we'll see maybe you'll win all I need is your email it may ask for your name but I just need your email because if I got to let you know if you want or not I think you'd probably want me to let you know if you want or not okay um, let's keep going here oh guys I need your help I need your support there's things that PrepperNet needs to buy. We need to buy some things to do a better job for you guys. And so to do that, you buy Legacy Food Rumors or you become a member for $40 a year. That's literally like three cups of coffee. Um, I mean, well, okay, if you go to Starbucks, it's three. Um, but, hey, it's $40 a year. And you get, I put 11 courses, intro to 
um, crypto spy tech workshop, family emergency planning. I've gotten so many comments on that one because the, the documentation I provide for that, people literally print it out and they fill it out and they have their own family emergency plan with bug out routes, with nicknames, everything that you need. It's, it's crazy. Important document binder, putting that together. Um, privacy, security, home-based business webinar. My intro to preparedness, which is, gosh, that's five videos. Each one is over an hour and a half long. A lot of videos, and it comes straight from my book that I wrote as well. So uh, Roadmap to Preparedness. Um, anyway, so that, so go join. It's $40 a year. If you can't pay $40 a year, then why? I mean, you can't even be a prepper if you can't afford $40 a year. But anyway, so anyway, tonight is Larry. He's my Northeast Tennessee um, city leader. He's he's way more than that, but that's what his title is. And we have a mystery guest on May 1st. It's so, it, I, I don't know who it is. So I'm working on it. So anyway, hey, Larry, are you in the house? Let me bring you up here so everybody can see our ugly mugs. Oh, there we are. Oh, gosh. Oh, oh, wait, let me go back. <laughs> so Larry, Larry's been with us for a long time. Larry, he's like I said, he's more than a city leader. We'll get into some of that for PrepperNet. But um, but Larry has you've been with us for years. I mean, how long? Where did how did you discover PrepperNet? I joined when it was Carolina Preppers Network. And yeah. actually would go over to Asheville to their meetings and some of their first Friday campouts, uh, went to some of the Waynesville events. Uh, first heard about it at uh, Mountain Readiness. No, no. Sensible, sensible Mountain Preparedness that uh, Jan put on. That's yes. the first time I'd heard about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then heard about it at a couple other events she had and heard about it at Prepper Camp and then joined through Carolina Prepper Network and then started talking to you before it went to PrepperNet. So um, how far is your house from Asheville? I want people just to understand where you were driving to go to this meeting. How far? Uh, Not the fact that I cheat a little bit when I drive. I could drive it in a little over an hour, about an hour and 15 minutes if I wasn't breaking the speed limit. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but you don't break the speed limit, do you? You enforce the speed limit. <laughs> you know, got to get those meetings. <laughs> so, um, goodness gracious. Um, but yeah, I remember in the beginning days talking to you and I'm like, this guy's from Tennessee. I think you are the reason we had to change our name. Well, some people talked about starting one, you know, through Carolina Prepper Network and everybody's like, Larry, you need to start one in East Tennessee. And I said, well, they wouldn't understand it being called Carolina Prepper Network if it was in East Tennessee. And then when you went PrepperNet, mm-hmm. jumped all over it. Was more than more than glad to go then. Yeah, you, I think you were the reason. And because you were the one that hot trot, I'm like, gosh, you know, we, at that time we were, we were all over the Carolinas. I'm like, Tennessee, what are we going to do with people? People are crazy. I mean, that was just thoughts in my head. I would never say that out loud or anything. So, okay, Larry's in the house. I do have some videos, guys. I've got two videos I would like to show you guys. I'm going to um, move us to the side, Larry, because these are just funny. I'm just saying these are funny, and I've got to show these. 
to everyone. So, oh, first, Larry, let's talk about, um, you know, being a city leader. I mean, city leaders come and go, don't they? And you've been there from the beginning, but you know that, I mean, it's hard sometimes. Things come up in people's lives. But so let me ask you, Larry, and you don't know I'm asking this, but, and I want you to be 100% truthful. Being a city leader, how important is it? And what does it mean to you to be a city leader for, for PrepperNet in Northeast Tennessee? I got into it because I was a scoutmaster years ago, tried to help kids get involved to be ready to take care of themselves. I pushed and pushed and pushed that. When East Tennessee, I, I really didn't know how many people we'd have show up. And at the first meeting, I was I was overwhelmed how many people showed up. I think as, as a city leader, my goal has always been to encourage more people to get into prepping, to take that step, to talk to other people, to, you know, to, to, to get started. And once they get started, don't bog down. Keep going and celebrate those small accomplishments and work to the next one. That's what I did in scouting, and that's what I try to encourage in every person that, that gets in our group or comes to an event with us. Now, you made a statement to me, and then we're going to go talk about the dead cities because I'm talking to you about being a city leader. But do you enjoy being a city leader? And let me ask you this. You made a comment to me the other day about your daughter getting married, and you looked around and go, oh, my gosh, these are all PrepperNet people. <laughs> well, a lot of them. Go ahead and tell, me, tell us about that. You know, that's true. I, I mean, when I was – I've been in law enforcement over 30 years, and a lot of the people that was going to be invited to her wedding – probably would have been from a law enforcement family. PrepperNet has become our family. And there is a boatload of people that's been invited to my daughter's wedding that all of them are PrepperNet. And there's probably going to be a lot more PrepperNet people there at her wedding than there will be law enforcement now because PrepperNet has become her family and our family. Oh, yeah. I remember when she was having some issues. I mean, PrepperNet family, I think yeah, you could tell me, but just literally surrounded you and your whole family and was praying for her to get better. And I remember that. Yes, sir. It, that kept us going. Kept you going. Awesome. So, um, so what we're saying here, guys, is we have five cities in California and we had some great leaders. One lady, I think she was a doctor and she moved out because she wanted to like start her homestead and, and get all this, you know, and so she moved and which left a vacancy right there in California. Um, we had another leader that, um, was moved because, um, cause his, his wife, um, job transfer. I'm so there's reasons people move and, and our fault has been not encouraging people to have a team of people instead of just one people. But you can see we have some some cities in California that that need leaders. If you're if you are a um a member in California in San Diego, Glendale, let's see, Nevada County, North County, oh, North San Diego and Greater Sacramento area, hey, we need le- leaders there. It's it's real and we have training we have people like BG, Beth in the chat room and, and love to help people. And I mean, that's what we do is we help people become city leaders. So, Hey, if you're interested, contact joinpreppernet.net and say, Hey, 
I'm interested. And we, we've, we've done this every one of our shows and literally every show we get someone new going, Hey, I don't have a city there, but I'm down in Oakland. Could I start one in Oakland? And we're like, yeah, let's start that up. So, so if you're interested, there's a whole process. We vet you. We have to come search your, all your preps and we need all your credit card numbers. That's all. No, don't need to do any of that. So anyway, <laughs> so, um, if you're interested, um, join prepper.net. Let's see what else is in there. Okay. It's my videos a week. I got two videos this week, Larry. Sorry, man. They're quick. They're quick. Let me find them real quick. And I was told to only play them one time. Apparently playing them two times is really, really irritating. So, so I got to set up this first one. Okay. So the, the idea is it's called invisible prank. So these people act like something is going on. And then you get to see the reaction of the other person. Like for an example, if I'm walking through the yard and I go, Oh no, oh no, it's a snake. It scares everyone. Right. So that's kind of what this video is. And I, I just want to show everyone as we, as we, uh, as we watch this one. And so, so turn your volumes up even louder. I think it should be fine, but here we go. Hey, let's take a quick break. Has your data been hacked? Do you feel uneasy about the vulnerability of your personal information online? Were you involved in the Target, LinkedIn, or Microsoft data leaks? Don't know? If not, then pay attention. Join Forrest Garvin from PrepperNet for a free webinar on privacy and security. Gain insights into safe internet browsing, VPNs, crafting online aliases, secure emails, detecting if your data has been hacked, and managing passwords. Secure your spot today for this webinar on privacy and security. It's free. This webinar delves into comprehensive strategies for bolstering your online privacy. We've got you covered from fortifying your passwords to shielding your financial information and mastering state-of-the-art encryption techniques. We're offering two convenient dates to suit your schedule. Reserve your spot now at PrepperNet.com slash privacy. Don't let cyber threats erode your peace of mind any longer. Take the first step toward a safer, more secure online experience by joining us for our free webinar. Remember, knowledge is power when it comes to safeguarding your privacy. Sign up now at PrepperNet.com slash privacy. We'll see you there. Open the door. 
I just laugh. I just, I love that. I can't do that. I can't do that at my house because people would kill me. I'm just telling you. My wife would smack me, get a, get something uh, and throw at me. But I, I just think that's hilarious. I like the one where the lady shuts the door in the garage. and He goes, open the door. So, okay. I just think that's funny. Here's another one I think is funny. This is a cool trick you can play on your co-workers and family members and this is my last funny video of the week usually i only play one but two this week so here we go how to slap someone without consequences so you draw this little bug on your hand like thing <laughs> And, um, you know, like this or something, you draw it and then you just smack them and you just point to it and they think, oh, you got it. So <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I will try that. And if, oh. if you come to mountain readiness, you might have a mosquito on your head or something. <laughs> oh, so Larry, Larry, you have to admit they were funny, weren't they? They were. And chance to the one guy that just sat there and went like this. I, I know. He's like, <laughs> That is hilarious. So anyway, that's my two funny videos this week. Um, but I've got to try the one where you put, you draw something on your hand and, and you just hit someone and you point to it and that's all. And they go, oh, okay. I can't get mad at that. You know what I mean? Cause it looks like something's dead on your hand. So anyway, so um, let me ask you a question. We usually go for a book of the week or the best book, but um, we talked about that, but what do you think? I mean, what kind of books do you read, Larry? Well, I like a lot of Mark Goodwin's books. He mm -hmm. talks a lot about economic collapses. Uh, some of his books are based here in Tennessee, Western North Carolina. So you hear a lot of, of landmarks and areas you're familiar with. Kind of brings a little better meaning to it. And I like a lot of uh, you know Franklin Horton's books, especially mm -hmm. Locker 9, because I have a kid that travels and her being away concerns me. So I think about that. How would I get to her and how would I get her home? Yeah. Yeah. So um, Franklin Horton, yeah, he, man, he makes me mad in his book. He writes great books, but, you know, there's like a couple of series that just makes me mad. One of them was, um, what was it? It's kind of like a, a one-off. It was the one where uh, it was all going down in Charlotte and Boone. They were terrorists or something. Um, random acts or something like that. It wasn't a series. It was just one book thing. And I, I read that and I, I called him. I said, listen, dude, you can't write books like that. You, you can't include Charlotte. You can't include, you know, things like that. You just got to stop that. Um, and Mark Goodwin, man, he's great. He is, he's got that dude. I, there's not a man on earth producing more books than Mark Goodwin. Yeah. And they're good. Yes. So he's, he's good. Um, <clears throat> but okay um so i got my little spider thing ready see so if i smack someone <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to go <laughs> um you do like i do though i mean i read books paper books when i can but my audible account i have hundreds of books in there i've read hundreds of books i've read and um so i like to listen to a matter of fact i just added one and I can't wait to get it started. Um, 
<clears throat> I um, y'all should be adding my books to Audible. All my books are in Audible, and I don't read them, so that's good for all you guys. It's called um, it's called Own Spiritual Combat is a book. A guy just kind of told me about it. Um, the last one I read was um, Catch Me If You Can. Um, then I read Delete That by John Christ. I mean, so I, I have hundreds and hundreds of books I read by listening. And that is reading. I mean, it is. A lot of people, that's not reading. That's what this, that's what this is for. <laughs> when someone says, well, that's not reading. Back. Oh, yeah, I, 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 yeah. So, um, so, um, what got you? I mean, you've been a prepper. I, I mean, when we've talked, you've been a prepping or in the mindset for years. What kind of got you into this? Mom and dad grew up in the Depression era. Uh, my dad was World War II veteran, and my mom grew up with that mindset. She had a lot of a younger siblings she had to take care of my father was the same way he was next to oldest in his family pretty much everything they had they raised mm-hmm. i mean whether it be meat whether it be vegetables whatever my dad got back from the army and from world war ii and did a lot of different things but he also he, he took care of a dairy farm so everything we had that we ate was raised you know in our place uh just got to the mindset of that's what I understood was the way of life. I didn't really look at it as prepping. And then I got into boy scouts prepping really kicked into that and just kind of went through my whole life looking at always trying to stay one step ahead or always trying to have the things I needed on hand or close by. And, uh, you know, got into law enforcement and met my wife that I'm married to. And she did you arrest her? <laughs> no, actually, she probably got me to straighten my act up and fly right. So mm-hmm. the, the good thing about that is, you know, she was very interested in prepping. Uh, she actually, when I was a scoutmaster, she helped me with my scout troop when we were dating. She was, she kept, you know, she was my secretary, kept everything going. She helped with the meetings. She helped with the committees and so we got to do a lot of things together before we ever got married. And that helped, I think, with her on the prepping mindset too, being around scouting. So a lot of things kind of just fell into place for us. And really it hit home on uh, 9-11 because I had always been kind of a loner about my preps. And uh, I was working in law enforcement that day. can tell you exactly where I was, what I was doing, and when everything happened. Came home, grabbed my bag, and then it dawned on me. My wife didn't have a bag. Mm. I had not prepared her. And uh, so I spent a lot of time making up for that. You know, we talked about that in the bug out thing that we did. Uh, A lot of people, they have their own bag. And because their wife is not involved or or, or doesn't approve, then a lot of times they don't do the female bag or the kid's bag. And, you know, I guess it's, it's almost like living a lie isn't it. It's like, yeah, I got my bag. I got my bag, but I mean, but you don't have your family. I mean, can your entire family live out of your bag? No, is the answer to that before you answer that. Um, I mean, so you got to have all the bags and now it's kind of interesting with me. I've got people that have moved out kids. I'm like, 
okay, what, I mean, there's a whole dynamic when you have kids leave the house, you know, this, <laughs> and it's, it, it changes things. So, but yeah. So now does your wife have a bag? I, well, I would say that your wife, knowing your wife, she's probably put her own bag together at this point and didn't even wait for you. Everybody in this house has a bag and their bag travels with them. Mm-hmm. No matter where they go. And, uh, yeah. yeah. You said, you said you're in, you're in law enforcement. So do you shoot people like every day? Not every day. (laughs) (laughs) That's too much paperwork. Too much. Yeah. Going to court every day, other day is not good, huh? So, um, so you're, yeah, I remember you're in law, you're, I mean, I won't tell people, but I mean, you're, you've been in for a while. So you, um, you don't actually, I mean, you, I mean, you have a lot of experience in law enforcement. We'll just say that. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, was there an event that you're prepping for? To me, you know, when I listened to Dr. Forstian's books, that EMP thing hit pretty hard mm-hmm. and, but watching everything going the way it's going now, I'm more concerned about an economic issue. do do, do you know this person yeah i know that person she's and she's right her bag is customized to her needs just like my daughter's Uh yep okay so okay so so you you prepare for the emp thing started out that was a major focus in my life because i had a lot of friends in prepping and back then and Uh they were looking the same thing because we kind of looked at it as if you Prepared for an EMP, you had everything else covered. You got everything covered. Yep. Yep. And so, you know, sometimes when we go camping, you drive this weird vehicle. <laughs> and it, it's, 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 it's not, it's not like a utility vehicle. It's not like a camper or an RV. Can you tell me what it is? It's a campulance. It's a, it's a, it was an ambulance. It began its life as an ambulance, and now it is a camper. It is a, uh, it, it carries a lot of our equipment. It carries a lot of our, we've, we have food stored in it. We've got a lot of gear stored in it. Might even have some uh, other things stored in it that some people probably keep locked up in a safe at their house, but I keep it in that camper ready to go. And, you know, it's it's become a big asset to our family. It goes to every outing we go to, and I love it. It's it's like it's a big box. I mean, it's got everything we need. Now, please tell me you didn't take the lights off. Not really. Some of you got to be able to use them. Some of the, almost all the lights are there except the flashers, and that's because we built a rack to put up on top, and we use the mounting brackets for some of the flashing lights for that but all the scene lights are there if i flip on the scene lights everything grows everything glows after that man i would get flashing lights on that sucker i mean i mean and then i would get magnetic signs and just boom and like you know make it look like a real first responder and then you you could be the first one to the campsite Dude, I, I've looked at all different kinds of license plates I want to put on that thing. Have you named it? We call it the Campulance. Campulance. Okay, so it does yeah. have a, a name, and that's um, 
<laughs> That's just funny. You, I, I can't, you gotta have signs though. You gotta make signs decide. It makes it look like it's still a vehicle, but when you read it, it says like Alamance, you know, county or something, or something where people they just glance at it, they go, Oh man, I need to get out of the, you know, but anyway. Yeah. I, <laughs> that's just I mean, have you ever seen that done before? I mean, where'd you get that idea? Actually, I got the idea because I wanted I was gonna take the box off of it and put it on the back of an old EMP proof truck I had. Mm-hmm. And ambulances come in various lengths and the one i've got is too big to fit on the back of that truck so we decided instead of changing our idea and not not having one at all we turned it into a pull behind that way we can pull it with any vehicle we've got and it'll pull behind any truck and we oh have- so you don't have the truck underneath it you just have it oh yeah it hooks it and it's got its own brake system it's okay. got its own hydraulic brakes. If it pushes against the truck, truck it pushes brake fluid to the wheel. It's still got the dually rear end under. So it, I can pull it with any truck we've got. Interesting. Huh. That's kind of disappointing, though. I'll just be honest with you. <laughs> I want the flashing lights and, and on the truck. So, but yeah, I understand. So, um, so you do a lot of events in Northeast Tennessee. I mean, you, I mean, I would say you're top five for sure. Most active groups we have. Um, and um, you go camping, you do all. And I mean, people from my Charlotte group drive, was that four hours, three hours to your group? Uh, around four years. Four hours. They drive four hours all the time to go to your group. And it kind of makes me mad. I'm like, why are we doing that here? And I think it's more because of you and the people in your group than the lack of events we have here. But tell us some of the things that you do um, that is are pretty amazing, you know, all the people that are involved in what you guys do. Well, we do an actual camping trip May through November. We have a meeting every month, but May through November, we have a camp out. We try to get everybody to roll in on Friday. Some people roll in actually on Thursday. And Friday night, we have a campfire and talk about open topics on prepping. Saturday morning, everybody has breakfast. We start classes. We try to do at least one DIY type class, and we we do hands-on classes. And we'll do things like, you know, we set up a big compass course. Or we'll do, uh, this year we've got a man and woman that's going to teach archery. Uh, They're big into archery, so they're going to teach archery this year. We did some DIY uh, bulk you know, buckets turned into uh, water filters. We've mm-hmm. reloaded ammunition right there at the picnic table. Had a guy come up this big into reloading. Everybody went home with some ammo. They loaded their self. Uh, we do that all through the summer. And then in November, we have a camp out where, well, let me go back. On Saturday, we have classes. Saturday night, we have a big uh, potluck dinner. Then we'll have a campfire after that. And then Sunday, we we have everybody gets together before everybody leaves in November. We do it just a little different because it gets darker sooner and we'll have a dinner and a movie. We'll, while we're having our potluck, we still have all the other events, but while we're having the potluck dinner, we set up a prepper type movie 
so that you can actually watch a movie in the campground at one of the campsites while we eat. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's always a prepper type movie. We never veer from that. And uh, we've done a lot of different movies that got people to think. And we kind of pick it apart after it's over with, see what people, what kind of ideas it got them to, to, to stimulate. So Beth wants to do a movie night in Charlotte. I think she wants to do high school musical. I don't know. That's the word I've been hearing. I just refuse to go see that, but um, she wants to do, she calls it, she says it's a prepping movie, but I don't get it. Um, so, um, so you've seen PrepperNet change over the years. I mean, I guess, gosh, you were, I mean, you've been in over, I don't know what the dates are, probably six or seven years total. I don't know. Let me see. <laughs> Beth, Beth said I'm lying. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think what the year was that's, that Sensible Mountain Preparedness was at uh, the Folk Moot Center, and then we oh. moved on from there. So we started, you went national in 2018. We had our first meeting in Northeast Tennessee in November of 2018. Okay. And I've been with CPN a few years yep. before that. So what have you just an honest assessment? What do you think? I mean, because we're growing, we're now in 115 or so cities. Um, we actually created like two more cities in the last couple of weeks. I know we did um, Kansas City. Kansas City was big. And I don't know if KC is on here, but Kansas City is big because I have a son that's graduated from Chapel Hill that's moving to Kansas City. So it's important we have a very good group there. Um, And the other group was, I don't know, but we've started like a couple groups in the last couple weeks. So you've seen it grow. So as as a person that is looking to get involved, that is um, maybe hesitant or they don't have a city near them or a, they don't have a prepper group in their city. Would you encourage them to start one or just talk to us about all that? It's worth the drive. I'll be honest with you. You know, I had been on Zello when it was Carolina preppers network. And then I had went to Asheville and Waynesville and the very first prepper net bug out camp I could sit in my campsite and listen to voices around me. And I knew who those people were. I knew who Elizabeth was. I knew who Eric was. I mean, I could be Eric. Yes. You know, and and I could listen to those voices all the way around me and I knew who they were. And it, and it was, it worked out to where I could walk up and talk to them because I felt comfortable. So I would say to anybody it's worth the drive. If your city is not in, in not close by, find out where it's at and drive there. Spend some time, invest time in, you know, time's the one thing we never get enough of and you can't reload it after you use it. So spend it wisely, spend it getting out of here, going to a prepper net city group, getting to know people, get on Zello and get to know people. Yep. And you might find somebody that'll start a group and you might start it yourself. And, you know, yeah. And also the, um, the idea of being a part of a group is, I mean, 
that's one of the things I push. You got to be a part of a group, but the group also needs to be in your own community. That's why we have these in communities. And that's why, you know, we, 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 we push meeting in person so you can meet people and you, I mean, just imagine six years ago, if your daughter was to get married, of course she would have been young then, <laughs> but you, the, the, your whole friendship and, and, and friends, I've completely changed over the years because you've met like-minded people have the same interest. And a lot of them, I won't say a hundred percent. I mean, most of them have, they care about you and your future. And even when the crap hits the fan, they care about you. Yes. And, And you know, one of the things I looked at being that I've done what I've done for as many years as I've done it, I wanted, I had certain officers that worked for me that I trusted that we would continue on going to work. If an ST SHTF event occurred, our plan was to keep going, mm-hmm. but I wanted to know my family was safe. I wanted to know that no matter what happened, they'd be, t- they'd be looked out after because those few people that I knew, Mm-hmm. that was going to continue coming to work each day to try to keep things as safe as we possibly could for as long as we could. I wanted to know my family was safe. And that, and that was one of the big things with me. And in doing so, I feel like I've got a whole group of friends now that are the best friends I've ever had in my life. Dang right. We are. <laughs> um, here's um, Phoenix. She's talking about going to old school boot camp. That's in Ohio. I'm not going to make it because I have a graduation. My son's graduating from Chapel Hill, but we're going to have a get together there of people from all over for Preppernet. It's going to be getting together there. That's going to be pretty cool. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, wish I could make it. I was there last year, but this year is just not going to work out. Um, so um, everyone in the in the chat room and listening live, what I need you guys to do is Larry is the king of any question that you can imagine. So if you have any prepper questions or how to make a, maybe you want to take a, a UPS Brown truck and turn it into a, (laughs) into a, into a RV style thing. So if you have a question for myself or Larry in the, in the chat room, just type like question and then put your question. You don't even have to spell out question. You can just put question marks and then ask a question. It could be to Larry, myself. It could be to other people within here, like Beth and a lot of people asking her questions. And you can even, um, his wife is online and you can say, Hey, is, is he really this crazy or something? And, and we'll see what her response is, but I'm going to ask a few more questions. And if you have questions, yeah, Beth G, thank you for showing us what three question marks look like. Uh, <laughs> I want to show everybody that. So look right there. There, there's Beth G. That's 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 BG. She's showing everyone how to do it. So thank you, Beth. High school musical. Oh, and your wife said yes on the um if you got questions for her. So that could be trouble. That was so, um, the crazy part. Yes. And so is um so do you have I probably should ask you this before then, but do you have like a leadership team that helps you with the, 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 the Northeast Tennessee group? Yes. We, we call them the core group. And, mm-hmm. and to me, I feel like that is, you know, 
I love doing what I do with PrepperNet. I love being involved with the group, and I love being involved with other groups besides just Northeast Tennessee. But those core group of people, we wouldn't have the Northeast Tennessee we group we have if it wasn't for that core group of people that I can count on at any time. And if, if we're thinking about events or planning things, I can send out a text, and it, it, it's, it comes back tenfold they come back with ideas suggestions bouncing stuff off helping fill in they're great to have i mean our core group of people is priceless priceless so um are you going to mountain readiness we actually scheduled our first camp out of the year before mountain readiness was scheduled so i i can't walk off on my group i'll be here just bring them with you y'all could y'all could make that a big hike trip Walk over the Blue Ridge Mountains. <laughs> yes, that'd be a chore. Hey, that that's real, man. Come on. Um, I think we have a. I saw a question here. Question. Um, did I miss it? Um, start your question. Oh, that was Beth telling people what to do again. So here we go. Question, Larry. How big should your med kit for your Bob be? I'm big on IFAX. I'm big on trauma because you know. Being around firearms the way I am, I think everybody needs a good quality trauma kit. Uh, you know, you can tack on your boo-boo kit based on your med, you know, the meds you need and based on, you know, assorted basic supplies. But everybody needs a tourniquet. Everybody needs a, com- a couple of compression bandages. You know, I think everybody needs a cat tourniquet and I think everybody needs a SWAT tourniquet because they both have better functions than the other. Yeah. Uh, and and compression bandages got to have them and to me you got to have packing gauze because you got to be able to pack it and get that get it you know get the bleeding stopped be able to apply that pressure down inside the wound and it really depends on your training if you're trained for it you need to have it if you're not trained for it go get the training and let's be honest a tourniquet is also um, comes in handy when someone says awkward stuff around the campfire, put it around their neck. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, I mean, in that, in that, the, no, okay. Maybe not. Okay. I'll use the compression bandage for that one. <laughs> okay. Um, how does one person become, um, a core member in your group? In my group, it's money. I mean, the more money you pay, the closer you can be in. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> in our group, it's dedication. You know, you, you show up at the meetings, you show up at the campouts, you participate, you, you're not sitting at home on the couch, putting on the, putting in what you think everybody else should do. You get out and be part of what everybody does. So it's participation. Yep. Movie night. So, I mean, there's a lot of prepper movies that, or you can, you can stretch them to be a prepper movie like, um, the book of Eli. I mean, it's not a prepping movie, but the dude's just bad, and it's a good movie. But what kind of prepping movies have you been, y'all been doing? I know y'all did all the High School Musicals, but after that, what did y'all do? Our very first one was Panic in the Year Zero. Oh yes, and that you know, that's that a black and white, been, right? Huh? Isn't that black and white? It is. Yeah, it is. And if you look at Panic in the Year Zero, and then look at trying to travel. And how people will act, how quickly resources will dry up, food will dry up, how people will 
will start becoming predators. That movie right there, Panic in Year Zero, I think sets mm-hmm. the tone for prepping movies out there across the board. Yep. There's also in a movie called Prepper or something. I think there is or something like that. Then there's Jericho, which is a show. There's all kinds of prepper. There's also um, uh, Twilight Zone. There's a night. There's a show called Shelter. That's a great. It's only thirty minutes. Yes. It's called Shelter. Like a that's, that. That's very, very eye opening when you watch that. So, what other? Is there any other movie you can remember? Or is this a, uh, is this a wife question? <laughs> Last year, we actually, at November last year, since Beth had said anything, that one was uh, The Grapes of Wrath. We showed that one from the point of view of, you know, economic collapse, people having Mm -hmm. to bug out and travel, not being, some of them prepared to travel, some of them didn't. You look at it from the FEMA camp point of view when they were staying in the camps. uh, How did, you know, they had people die along the way. They had people that some people treated them good. Some people treated them bad. And that one stimulated a lot of talk. So do you know Tiptoe to you? She says he or she says you're a great leader. That is Sherry. She is one of our core group members. And I, to me, I wouldn't have stayed with this as long as I have. If I didn't have people like her. Well, she owes you $3. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or you owe her $3 because she said you're a great leader. Okay, here's one. Um, how can we reach Larry and about his group and the possibility of starting? I'll, I'll go possibility starting, join preppernet.net and contact Beth G. Beth G is the queen of preppernet. But how about you? How, how people just preppernet.net or? Through Peppernet.net, or if they're on Facebook, look for Peppernet Northeast Tennessee, or here's my, I'll give you my email address. It's prepare, the number two, survive, capital T, capital N for Tennessee, of course, at yahoo.com. Yahoo? Yeah. I've been around for a long time. I can't help it. (laughs) Yahoo. Did you did you upgrade from AOL? <laughs> I'm sorry. Upgrade from uh, Hotmail at least. <laughs> okay. Um, I feel like this type of community organization spreading. Do you guys have any pointers for talking to your neighbors about organizing? Yeah. So you know, organizing with your neighbors are the toughest things because it's easier to bring together like-minded people than to then go to a community and hope everyone's like-minded. You know what I mean? If I say, okay, everyone that loves, you know, French poodles, dogs come over here. And then, then that, that separates the people as opposed to going to your community and go, okay, all the French poodle people. And, and some people have other different dogs. It's just hard. But I, you know, I've told this story many times about my neighborhood. I've made all my surrounding houses, you know, more or less start thinking about it and just a quick story within i'm gonna do it in 20 seconds hurricane knocked out power i put my generator a whole house generator and everybody came over to my house like what is that i said my whole house generator everyone here is on a well and their septic tanks are power i said if you guys need to use the bathroom need to take a shower if you need water 
come to my house. And they said, how can we help? And I said, my, my generator takes natural gas, which you guys can't bring, but it takes propane and it takes gasoline. It's tri-fuel. And all of a sudden, people started buying gas and propane. Then another disaster a year later, we lost power. And all of a sudden, I heard like four other generators. So the people go, hey, I'll get my own, house, my own generator. So anyway, that's kind of how I did it in my, in my community. How about you? You got any pointers for that? A lot of it went through where we kind of hang out at, you know, that was one of the things I can remember talking to people at church and they would be talking and asking questions and we'd stand and I'd, you know, I'd give them what ifs and I'd give them ideas and scenarios. Actually had somebody who talked to me about PrepperNet at church one day. And I said, well, y'all to get on there and, and, and see about joining. And it was on Facebook and they sent the request and my phone went off my pocket and I pulled it out and approved it, put it back in my pocket, acting like it was a work call. And they went, man, <laughs> I got approved really quick. And I just kind of laughed, didn't think much about it. And, and we got to talking more and, you know, that was one of the things and, and through scouting and through work and through various parts of the community. My daughter was really involved in 4-H and there's, you just got to kind of pick and choose those people you feel comfortable talking yep. to all across your community, not just one place. Yeah. yeah. Someone's walking up to you with a Bud Light. You would go, well, maybe not. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's a joke on the news. You see the next question there? Um, yeah, yeah. What kind of advice for vehicle conversions and what's the biggest mistake you made? The biggest mistake I made was not, well, our goal is to build another campulance that was actually drivable and we can, uh, we want to hand this one down, but what I would tell you, you know, ambulances are great because they're self-contained. We've, we've stayed in some major storms in that, in that thing and couldn't even tell it was raining outside. Mm. And, uh, one of the things I looked at with it was storage, being able to have plenty of storage, being able to have watertight storage. That was very important. Some of the things I'd recommend is your storage, you know, alternate means of light. You know, I, mine has two bulldozer batteries in it and we ran for almost a whole year. Well, May to November without recharging the batteries and ran off those two bulldozer batteries. And there's a lot of things, you know, anybody wants to talk about it, hit me on that on there and I'll give you mm -hmm. a, I'll send you pictures of everything we did to ours from beginning. Let me ask you a question though. Yes. And don't, don't let this offend you okay. on a scale of redneck one being not a redneck at all or 10, a, a, a redneck, vehicle i mean where would you put that on that sliding scale there <laughs> you know i would probably have to put it at a 8.7 because <laughs> first i can't believe i asked that question but <laughs> you know we did a, we did a lot of conversions to it i added windows where there wasn't windows i put fans in it i, I mean uh, it's got a basket on top i used to make the joke that was the mother-in-law's quarters up on top and <laughs> I can put a pretty good size tent up on top and uh, it'll haul nice. anything I want to put in it anywhere I want to take it. So yeah, at least it don't look like the Beverly Hillbillies going down the road. I mean, it, it's, it's, okay. it works. 
<laughs> okay, um, comms. You guys have comms and practice comms over in Tennessee? Yes, Justin is our comms guy. He works with Patrick a lot. Uh, we've, we're still building on our comms group in the basis that uh, we have a lot of uh, various repeaters over here. We have a lot of people that's in different stages of their interest in comms. So Justin and a few other people in the group have been working to try to incorporate everybody at whatever level they're interested to try to get them to understand where all they can come to be able to talk. Okay. Rule number three. The rules of three. Okay. So you got three minutes without air. I want to add one before that one. And it's Larry Denny's personal preference. Okay. Three seconds without protection. That's shorter than three minutes without air. Okay. Okay. Then you've got your three hours without shelter, three days without water, three weeks without food. And, you know, I'm going to say this three months without a group, without, without companionship, Mm -hmm. without having people to watch your back and you walk that watch theirs and without knowing that you have other people with besides you, but that three seconds without protection. Yes. You know, in, in alone, a lot of times the loneliness of missing family members is what knocks people, a lot of people out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, let's see some more questions here. Is there a PrepperNet app? Um, Beth, will you take care of that or people in there? Tell her how to, um, there is a PrepperNet app, but well, no, no. Tell, tell her, share how she can. Um, it's actually on the website, I believe. Um Let's see here what other questions we have. Here's Rita in Seattle. It says, I'm in Seattle. want to secure a hood in case you get. Uh, yeah, how do you recruit people? I guess, I mean, how do you know how many people to recruit and secure the streets and homes? Well, first of all, I would say this. Um, I had a, a friend of mine call me just this week. Um, no, sorry. It was not this week. It was last week. Um, and he said, he asked me, he says, um, Forrest, I want to put a well on my land. And I knew where he lived. And I'm like, do you? He goes, yeah, I want to, I need land as a backup. I mean, not land, a well on my land for backup. And I asked him, I said, are you sure you want a well? He goes, well, if the power goes out and I'm on city water, I mean, I lose power. And I, I said, well, let me ask you, um, are you planning on staying there if it gets really bad? He goes, well, yeah. And I'm, and then we, we discussed that. And then after we finished talking, he goes, if I stay here, I'll die. And I'm like, well, that's what I was thinking. So why would you spend, you know, 3,000, 4,000, whatever it is to drill a well on your land? Why would you, why would you do that? It could be a backup, but that backup's for peacetime. That's not for crappy at the fan time, crappy at the fan time where you live, you better go. Cause there's so many people lives around him. But anyway, it's hard to recruit. It's it's hard to stay where you are. A lot of people stay where they are. I would challenge people. I think it's Selco is his name. And then the other one is, you guys are going to hear it or be able to answer it in the chat room. Ferrari or Fer, Fergo or whatever his name is. Ask them guys about living in the city when uh, the crap hit the fan about people that stayed there. They... It's tough. People die. But anyway, it's just hard. Assess your situation where you live. If you have 
500 people within a, a mile from you. That's tough. But anyway, do you want to comment on that? That's a hard one. Well, I never thought that Johnson City would have protests the size that we saw in mm. you know 2020. And they're on a main road in, in our town. And I had to work them, but in while working them, I tried to get on Zello and communicate with our people here in East Tennessee on our on our Zello channel and say, stay away from these areas of town. Don't go in these areas. And you know, it, it turned in they they created a lot of havoc in in our city and in our county. And then they started targeting other cities. So I'll just say this. We moved out of the city because of what i do for a living mm -hmm. yep. and i suggest everybody find you a piece of property doesn't matter how big it is just get out of the city yeah eric pardo he always i like the smiley faces but hey everyone knows i'm not staying here when the crap hits the fan so all my neighbors can have my generator by the way and they can have my food here they can have everything that i don't that that i don't pack up they know it's there. So let's see here. Uh, oh, I like, I do like this one too. I've heard this one three seconds without hope, you know, maybe three minutes, but there's hope. But you said that about, you got to be around people. Um, and Beth doesn't know what she's talking about. She makes stuff. She reads books and just, it, she doesn't learn it. It just kind of goes through her head and she just repeats it. Hoping people think she's smart. Um, she slammed me earlier. I'm just getting her back. I'm looking for more questions. There's a lot of good stuff in the information. Um, if you are within, okay, what's this one? If you're within a hundred miles from a city, you will die. Hey, you know, she's talking like me. Now. Yeah. She's, she's talking like me now. I'm not seeing any more questions, but, um, I'm going through here as fast as I can. I'm going to throw in a plug for Beth. Okay. Last year at our November camp out, we had a tarp shelter challenge and Beth set up her tarp shelter. Now, Beth spent the night in her tarp shelter and she, you know, year before and out and year before last, she, they came up and competed and year before last is when she actually stayed in her shelter and it got down into the low twenties. And she she toughed it out. She didn't back up. She said she's gonna build that shelter, and she stayed in it. Well, I wish you wouldn't say things like that. <laughs> it makes it kind of makes me want to pull for her a little bit when you say things like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, she responds. Yeah. So. Um, what what events do you have? You guys have coming up. What's the next event? You're, you you got a camp out that um, coming up in May. We got a camp out. It's just so happens it's the same weekend as yep. as Mountain Readiness. We've got one. Uh, I could put up a calendar, but we've got one in every month through November. And we ought, we try to alternate them away from other events so people can go to both. And it just happened that it fell that weekend, but. Uh, let me grab my calendar here and I'll tell you exactly what the dates are. Okay. Well, you do. Okay. Um, make sure I get here. So Dave at mountain readiness, my class is not a paid class. So, um, I, I, I think if you come to me, I'll make sure you get in for sure. 
I, I don't know how they're doing. I'm just answering a question while you're looking that up, Larry. I've got, date, I've got the dates. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, May 4th or 5th, 6th, 7th, June 9th, 10th, and 11th, July 20th, 21st, 22nd, August 11th, 12th, and 13th. If I'm going too fast, just ask me a month and I'll give it to you again. September 8, 9, and 10. And there's a reason why we do 8, 9, and 10, because we figure if something's going to happen on the anniversary of 9-11, we'll already be the heck out of the city. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then in October, it is 6th, 7th, and 8th. And November, we hadn't we haven't given the dates out yet because the particular campground we use, they don't let you make reservations more than six months out. And we kind of, we try to get in and get our reservations as quick as we can. Yep. It's I do a little want- oak campground up on Highway 421 outside of Bristol. I will come to one of them this year. I'm hoping I hope to. so. We've been inviting them for a long time. Well, we're well you kind of do this. Like, no, don't come. But yeah, come. It's kind of, but hey, um, I will say at Mountain Readiness, I am teaching a class on um, home-based business. It's from my book. Um, and I'm also teaching survival groups. And here's the thing. Okay, everyone in Prepernet has heard my survival groups over and over and over, and it's not changing too much because what I tell and share in that is truth. It is just, it's it's reality, but you don't know how many people have been in that group, even if you've been in there four times and you see someone else going, oh, I wonder why they're here. And all of a sudden people meet each other because I tell you how you meet to meet people and all that stuff, but survival groups and home-based business will be taught there. So I, I wanted to touch that. And then I know y'all didn't see this, but someone wrote Forrest, you're awesome at this and very good looking. Um, y'all didn't see it in the chat though. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> no one's everybody's complimenting you here. Um, what is the comms called? Zell, Cell, Dale. <laughs> I think you're talking about Zello. Zello, yes. So it's Z E L L O. If you go to Preppernet, now it's not the Zell app where you can wire money. Well, we can try that too. Y'all can put my name in there. This is like a walkie-talkie on the cell phone. But if you go again, if you if you go in there to comms or I don't know if there's a group for Zell or whatever, but yeah, just ask on .net and you'll have 25 people give you more information than you really want it um let's see here oh here's someone that's in boone hey i love boone love boone got property up in boone love boone that's not too far from you guys larry here's another question thanks for not telling me about the bear until the next day it was a bear don't worry about bears what is coming the, some bear hunters chased a bear into the campground and it ran through by our bathroom and down over and went into the lake and swam away from the dogs that were chasing it. Oh. So, um, and Beth was afraid. She's a little afraid of a little bear. <laughs> I saw my first bear ever at Prepper Camp last year. I mean, like live in the wild not set up or, you know, I walked out of my tiny house and behind my car, which was 15 feet, 
a bear was sticking his head out from behind my car. And I tell you, I told you this, didn't I? I told everybody at Pepper Camp. And I was, we just kind of stared at each other. And all of a sudden he turned around and took off. And I, the most impressive thing was his feet hitting the ground going up the hill. I'm like, dang, I could feel that and hear it in my body as he's taking these steps. It was crazy. So I wasn't scared until that happened, actually. We've got one that drinks out of our spring, and everybody around us is and they'll call the house and say, Your bear did this or your bear did that. He comes and gets water out of our spring, but he's never, never tore up anything here, never bothered anybody. Yeah. So do you um, do background checks of vetting for members of your group? Yes. Now, okay, there's two groups here. If you're talking a city group like Larry runs, that's a city group open to the public. I'm sure Larry probably does some vetting like every city leader go and they'll, they'll, they'll kind of just like a high level seeing what groups you're a member of all this. We kind of do that because we want to know who's coming in. I mean, I know I do that. And Beth, Beth definitely does that. Beth thing pays 35 bucks. And does a full background check. I'm kidding, but she, she just wants to know now in my survival group, you wouldn't believe we do background checks on everyone. Even me, I put it together and that's because, I mean, am I, is anyone a blind and do something wrong and not telling people? I mean, it's, I mean, some people, I mean, you just don't know. So we always do background checks and we do it every few years on people, but yes, I hope that answered your question. You want to comment on that, Mr. Background Checker? I have never used my resources to do any background checks. <laughs> no, what I would say is, is betting is a lot of, it's a lot of communication. You know, everybody in our group talks to everybody and everybody yeah. talks to each other. And, you know, we've met people that weren't quite how they represented themselves at first. And yep. those people usually make it easy for you to weed them out. And, uh, you know, like I said, you get to know people. Yeah. Beth says, I do not. She always yells at me. See that she's yelling, even on chat. Y'all think she's some sweet person, but she's mean. Um, and I, I think, um, here echo papa they they kind of check all the leaders kind of checks on everyone i mean we do that it's smart to do that these days you got to know who's in and, and find out about them someone throws up some red flags i mean then you you you, you know you take them out back okay maybe not maybe you don't do that i would not suggest that okay we're getting down close oh here's another um question this would be the last question i don't know if you know this person or not um Tell them about the lady who did not trust you because you were a cop. What? We actually, we actually had a lady join our group, came to multiple meetings, and then started talking to people in the group saying, well, I don't really know if I trust a cop running this group. And a bunch of them laughed, actually laughed at her and said, you know, he's always honest with us. He, he gives us information that we probably wouldn't get anywhere else. And the best part about it is, He'll tell you how to stay out of trouble, not get you into trouble. And that's the way I look at it. I mean, I may do that for a living, but PrepperNet's my life. I mean, mm -hmm. I, it, you know, being what I am may, may pay the bills, but PrepperNet's my life. Yep. Yes. And 
Also, you can get us out of all tickets, which is awesome. So if you have a ticket, contact. <laughs> so um, Parlo is just saying, um, hey, you got to do all. If there's someone in your group and you're going to trust them with your life, you better know every friggin' thing you can about that person. Yep. So and I agree. The story, uh, and then someone said the the jury's still out on me. Yeah, I understand. I trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, that's probably that's a good. Thank you for being with us this evening. Um, thank you for having me. I enjoy. Yeah, it. so people can contact you on prepernet.net. Uh, it's probably the best way. Just join that. You can look up Larry. He's on there all the time. His his members are on there, and you can ask them questions. What they're doing. If other city leaders want to talk to you, hey, that's why we have our city leader meetings. So we, you know, our city leaders can connect with each other. Um, and um any any i don't any final words i used to say any last words but that sounds very doomish any final i guess my final words would be get out and, and get started you know i've heard some people say sometimes if you haven't started by now it's too late it's not too late mm. and get out get started and celebrate every accomplishment you make and don't get overwhelmed just get started and one foot in front of the other till you get where you need to be and don't stop keep going after that yeah that's good that's good just get started even if it's just doubling your pantry or whatever you need to do just just get started join prepnet get mo- people will motivate yeah. you po oh, one last question i really do have to <laughs> <laughs> oh that was so wrong that is so wrong yeah that's 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 hilarious so um the mustache um recommended for survival yeah it is i guess it's a water filter okay it's a water filter <laughs> okay everyone we're going to be back in two weeks we're gonna have a mystery guest um it's so mysterious I don't know who it is yet, but we'll have someone incredible and it'd be um, a mystery. Hey, Larry, thank you for, I mean, I said this in the beginning, but you do way more for Prepernet than just to see a leader. You, I call you a question. Sometimes you, you give advice, you help other people. I mean, you are, you are the leadership team for Prepernet for sure. And I appreciate everything that you do for Prepernet. And if you could control Beth, I would pay you money. Um, and I know everyone's like, why do you always tell me? Well, Beth like runs everything. If you don't know, she's like the queen. So I give her a hard time and she can't fire me. I love that. Um, <laughs> well, maybe she can actually, but um, Hey, thanks for joining us this week. In two weeks, we'll be back. Join prepernet.net um, immediately this evening, sign up for our, our premium membership. And Hey, I'm going to do an email about the food Nick this coming weekend. Everyone, you guys take care. And we'll see you guys later. Thank you, everyone. See y'all. Take care. Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com.